0: Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. Don't go round Seems to us kinda silly.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget you can take us on the go with Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, pretty much anywhere that you Get your podcast. Also, don't forget to check out our website, themishitfaction.com where you can find all of our merchandise, links to all of our shows, and our sister shows such as Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures. I'm one of your hosts for the evening, Ronnie, and sitting across from me is Paul. Paul, how you doing? It's twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Why are you saying good evening to people? Because it's oh, because who knows when they're listening? Good evening, good morning, and good night after hours. Yeah. late M- night
0: M- mf uncensored after hours the original goal of this entire yeah, show. right but i'm good and that was a great intro because when we did uh, cinematic adventures yesterday i totally when i said the sister show thing i literally said cinematic adventures and sean sean's like did you do that on purpose i said yes yeah, of course i did questionably <laughs> oh that's but, great you know, i'm good man i'm good i'm happy almost to see you
1: you know what i feel that i feel that as well we do
0: have some news though can i do the news you know what do it up. So we got added to four new podcast hosts, just so you guys know. We've also seen a huge increase in numbers. We want to thank you guys because, man, that's pretty awesome. We got officially added to iHeartRadio. They were kind of giving us some trouble, but Player FM. Listen notes, Samsung podcasts, and Podchaser. So, if you guys, for some reason, have any of those (laughs) podcast apps, look us up. We are on there now officially as well. Sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. As the kids are saying. Yeah, right? So, kids, we mean middle aged. No. (laughs) And also, just quick, more news. I didn't prep Ronnie for any of this. So, just, you know. Now you get to throw me for a big loop big loop we are starting up interviews again we already have our first one done for the brand new year we have a couple more that I'm trying to just schedule and unfortunately I know because people were asking if we were still doing interviews it's just that I'll take full responsibility like things it's just schedule. got scheduling got hectic yeah. and difficult and a pain in the took us so we're hoping fingers crossed on that one but Amen. all right I'm done
1: all right well that was some great news. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to kind of follow along with what we did last week, getting philosophical. So we're doing Misfits Get Philosophical. So if you remember from last week, basically there was just a five, six questions, something like that, that Paul found online that we just answered and kind of talked about. There's 240 questions. We picked eight. Yeah. So there's a total of 240, and so we did a few last week, and we're going to continue it on with that. So, Paul, hit us with question number one for today.
0: All right. So I think the, the last one we did was, uh, should we prevent bad things from happening, and if so, how should we? Now, yeah. the first one today is, what makes human life
1: so valuable? Ooh, that... that. That is deep and tough. I think it's just the fact that human life is so precious that makes it very valuable. I I think because, I mean, we're living creatures. I wouldn't even just say necessarily human life. I would just say life in general is valuable because you need it in order to survive, right? You need to have other humans to survive, whether it's emotionally, physically connecting to people that if you didn't have that connection, you... You know, I, I don't think you could survive. So that's why, to me, you know, human life is very valuable because of the connection and the ability to survive and love and everything and learn. Hmm. I agree. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> and next. No. And next question.
0: I don't know. The next one makes it worse is worse. Yeah. Th- like they go by sections and we're in the things about will and humanity right ah. obviously human life i think is valuable because it's so finite it's it's something that you know for us it feels like it could be a lifetime literally and then you know it's really a blink and yeah. in existence and it's you know it's a scary thought sometimes and just it's a precious thing it's something that you should make the most out of while, while you're enjoying it and experiencing and then you know some people that's hard that's yeah. really difficult whether it's something that you're dealing with personally or something outside of your control i always think that we're in a lot there's a lot of control that we have over ourselves and our lives and our destiny. And to make that choice, to make that change is always where it starts. But there are some people that are just so set in their ways. And it's not to say that they are less valuable or that there's something wrong with them. It's just that I think every every life is valuable. It should be contained. It should be preserved to a point. But again, that's not my decision. I am not. Yeah. I am not whatever higher power you <laughs> choose to believe in. By the way, yeah. guys, um, just to remember disclaimer: this is all just our personal opinion. If you yes. agree with it, cool. If you don't, that's cool cool too just be be polite about it be respectful about it and talk to us like we would love i mean eventually we want to have like a call-in show where people can actually talk to us that's and have conversations not arguments and have conversations not arguments yes you want to go to the next question let's
1: go what makes us human Who? our dna (laughs) pants (laughs) yeah right what other species wears pants that's a good question right? I'll get back to you on that one. (laughs) What makes us human? I I think our ability to learn and love, you know, I know other species do that too and everything. But I think for us, it's the emotional love, the ability to feel, you know, feelings, have empathy and everything like that, I think is what makes us humans. And also realizing that we all have differences, too, right? I think, you know, that. that's kind of what makes everyone human is the fact that we're all different, but at the same time, we're exactly alike, mm-hmm. right? We're all human. We all have the DNA makeup. You know, it doesn't matter who you are, your lifestyle, anything like that. We all have, you know, the DNA. It's just little things that make us look different that, you know, just is the only difference that we have. So I think just you know that that's kind of what makes us human is the ability to have empathy towards one another
0: i think for me it's it's the idea that we're we're so sentient right like mm-hmm. obviously animals have some sort of sentience they have some sort of like my cat has his schedule like yeah. my cat knows what time it is to get up and what time he wants to eat and what time he wants to wake us up to do both of those things yeah. But, like, animals are are ritualistic. People are ritualistic. I think it's our idea just that we're so self-aware, so self-conscious. And, obviously, you know, humans evolved to be the dominant, quote-unquote, dominant species. Like, if I got into a fight with a shark, I don't think I'd win. I don't think I'd do a very good job. However, if we're on land, I think I might have a a running chance. Not a fighting chance. I can run. Yeah. So, for me... And we also know how to use weapons. (laughs) Humanity is just how you treat... The rest of the world and Mm. a good human is somebody that you know does work for the betterment of the people around them now i am not saying that you should go out buy you know the most economically friendly electric car yell at people about recycling you know all those (laughs) things if you want to do great things in the world do great things in the world i think that's a great aspect of it doesn't have to be The thing that consumes you completely doesn't have to always be some grandiose big thing. Like they they, recently, there was an attack on—I think it was like the Mona Lisa or something like that, where people threw paint on it. Now, obviously, they're they're concealed, but they wanted to bring notice to their cause. And I was like, "That's cool, but is that
1: really the best way to go about it?" It's the stupidest way to go about it. It's
0: aggressive. It's the TikTok generation where it's like, how many likes, how many comments, how many views, all that sort of stuff.
1: And, And the thing with that too, like doing good. You should be doing good to do good, not to get the likes or mm-hmm. the comments about doing good. Oh,
0: there's nothing worse than when you see, like, th- there are videos of, like, the TikTokers or the yeah. Instagram influencers who will, like, set up there giving a sandwich to an old, like, yeah. a homeless person just to have it record. Like, it's wild. Yeah. Like, we had enough trouble just setting up video for this. so yeah, right? <laughs> Fun fact, we are working on video, so this was the test run episode. So if you're yeah. watching this on video, hey, we did it. Hey. If, if you're listening to this on, you know, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all those other new ones. You can't see us, but you can hear us, so make sure you go see us as well. Finger finger guns, finger guns. <laughs> I'm just going to start narrating what we're doing. I don't like this next question, so. We're
1: skipping yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going to skip it because uh, I'm in charge uh, <laughs> of the questions anyway. Is there anything wrong with being selfish? No. it is not. I I like to say that I am selfish so I can be selfless. Mm -hmm. Right? For instance, you're on a plane. What do they say in the case of an emergency? Always
0: put your mask on first. Yes.
1: So in a way, that's being selfish because you're taking care of yourself over other people's needs. Mm -hmm. Right? But if you don't do that, can you really help anybody else? Because now you can't breathe. Right? So I, I think... You know, it, it goes along the lines of, you know, walk the walk, you know, talk to talk, all that kind of stuff where if you're just talking and not doing it as well, don't expect people to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you have to show that you can do it. So really, you should be selfish, you know, it, it in regards to helping others. Right. I'm not talking about, you know. Being a billionaire and be like, this is all my money and I'm not giving any of it to anyone or anything like that. That kind of, you know, selfish. That's more of like greedy and and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I I think that everyone should be selfish to an extent. To an extent. Yes.
0: I'm going to agree – To an extent. Yeah. Uh, No, I think when I talk about the things that I value and like work on the most now, obviously I love my wife very much and I would do anything for her. I love my family very much. I love my friends. And, but for me, my, my health is always my number one priority because if I can't take care of myself, how am I expected to take care of another person? Exactly. So, you know, for years, that's always kind of been my mantra. And unfortunately it has gone to extreme points. You know, Ronnie's known me for a long time and he's known that I've, I've, there were points where it was it was again all consuming. And it yeah. was all like we would go on vacation. Him and Sean are at like at the pool drinking at, you know, not nine AM and I'm like, <laughs> Well, I'm going to the gym for the next two hours. I'll see you guys then like that was yeah. you know, it's it's good to be healthy, it's good to be cognizant, it's also good to, you know, be selfless in yeah. that regards to like sometimes it's like we went on our honeymoon, not yeah. me and Ronnie, just so you guys know. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, my wife and I.
1: <laughs> Even and, though we're both sitting here wearing rings and know, everything, it's right? like, no, but, um, not to each
0: other. My <laughs> wife and I, and I didn't work out the whole time because spending more time with her, I yeah. was able to be selfless because, you know, sometimes being selfish does hurt and yeah. it, you got to find the balance. And yes. there's always. There's always balance to find with stuff like that. I think selfish has just such a negative connotation nowadays that I think it's just about changing your mindset around and just seeing it from a different perspective. Now, I like this one. Do humans need other people in order to live? I'll go first because I keep throwing you under the bus. I think, yes, humans are social creatures. We saw over the past couple of years with the pandemic and everything that people people need socialization like Mm -hmm. kids alone you know ronnie and i both work with kids kids are so far behind developmentally from just being isolated for so long you know they're they're two years mentally younger there was no there was no rules no consequences no none of these things and you know they're going to do studies years from now about covid and how it was handled and some of the pros the cons and definitely some of the negative connotations like Depression went through the roof. Yeah, people were were more depressed than ever before, and people were you know self medicating, Mm -hmm. taking new medicine. Even my wife, she was like, "Why am I drinking so much?" And it's just because we had nothing. There's a level of depression. It's like seasonal depression. Yeah, where you can't explain it, but it's just it's a thing that happens. Humans are social creatures. We always have been. Like I have more fun. I can watch a TV show, same TV show. I don't care what it is. Watch it by myself versus watching it with my wife. 99% 99% of the time I have more fun watching it with my wife yeah. or a friend or anybody else just even if it's something I've seen a trillion times yeah. we we just have fun with that social aspect we could not say a word to each other the whole time
1: but it's just the atmosphere
0: it's the atmosphere yeah. it's that feeling that you're not alone you have somebody yeah. there and can people survive you know on their own they're people that do they're yeah. those super introverted pre- people who just they're happy the way that they are that's fine yeah i think as a whole though humans need even introverted people have some sort of human interaction yes. so I, I think that social norms and social expectations are totally a part of humanity and everyday life
1: yeah no i i agree you know we we all need at least someone mm. you know it doesn't have to be anything you know like love or you know anything like that but we just need you know we we need attention as humans right you know so we need like you said the social interaction with other people as well and it's a comfort thing too Mm -hmm. right we want when we're because you you have your ups and your downs right when you're down you want to you know, have someone there to kind of help and comfort and guide you, you know, when you're up, you want to celebrate it with everyone that you know, and everything. So I think it's a 100% true that you need to have human interaction and connection in order to survive. Hmm. All right,
0: can animals feel pain? If so, why do they why don't they try to avoid hurting each other? I think animals can feel a, a certain level. Obviously, physical pain. Yes. You know, I've stepped on my cat. Like, you hear it. <laughs> yeah. Dogs whine. Like, you know, we, you see that. I think that they can feel a, a certain level. Dogs are incredible. I love dogs. I'm a huge dog guy. Dogs always know when something's off. Yeah. And they will always come and try and and just try and be present with you and try like whether it's just because they enjoy the attention or like but you could see it in their demeanor even even our cat supposedly and this is according to producer melanie and the internet if a cat's sitting on you and purring it's because it feels your vibrations off and it's trying to help heal you yeah i don't know how true that is i'm not a i'm not a scientist i'm not a vet but (laughs) I definitely think that but in terms of why they I don't think they don't feel it, they don't feel emotional connections towards each other as much. Yeah. You have some animals that do like penguins mate for life. Yeah. You know and dolphins will have relationships throughout their lives. So it's wild animals are such an interesting species yeah. and it's just an interesting idea. Like yeah. if if they feel what they feel if you know like I would love movies and TV shows where you could talk to animals. Yeah. But I feel like if you were able to actually talk to an animal it would be very like super basic super simple oh yeah not like shakespeare or anything along those oh, yeah. lines i mean it could be it could be hilarious if i could yeah, talk right. to an animal for a day that'd be a <laughs> lot it, of fun uh, dr Doolittle, dr Doolittle, <laughs> or the episode of supernatural where yes. dean it's a terrible episode but fun yep. in that regards yeah what about you what do you think
1: about animals i i think they do mm-hmm. i i think they they feel you know physical pain and i think they feel emotional pain you know like you see those clips on youtube or where social media or whatever like it's like oh look at this lion hugging the person from that grew him up 20 years ago those are always fun you know like stuff like that so i I think with humans from a young age the animal from a young age to whenever like they they do develop a connection Mm -hmm. you know but as far as like from animal to animal who knows i mean for instance, you know, you you talked about like penguins having one mate for their entire life. Look at a lion, right? The the where, the, the, yeah, right? the The male lion, right? The had the leader of the pack. Pride. Pride. Oh yeah. No, I know, but let's say leader of pack. But he basically gets whatever he wants. Has has all <laughs> has the, all the women. Yep. You know, all the lionesses. It blew you know. my mind.
0: Side note: to find out that. Most likely, Simba and Nala were related. Yes. Oh, God. Blew my mind, and I was so uncomfortable. (laughs) Can't watch that movie anymore. Yeah, right? Mufasa
1: getting around. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, so, you know, I I think they do have that pain and emotional connections and everything. Um, But I know the second part of the question was, why do they still hurt each other? Right. Because they got to survive right animals got an animal exactly right they got to eat what are they gonna they're just not gonna eat is everyone gonna be excuse me is everyone gonna be a vegetarian mcdonald's mcdonald's (laughs) mcdonald's mcanimals yeah right yep you know what i mean like that that's why they do it they don't just go around and just be like huh Hmm. i just want to kill you because i want to kill you yeah you know they go huh i'm hungry Mm -hmm. i eat meat check this out hey that's meat. (laughs) right i'm gonna that's me. I'm going to go eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, that that is why they do it. It's not like they do it just because. <laughs> just because. So, next one,
0: we already did this one quite kind of before, so I'm going to skip it. Is it okay to lie to protect yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say as long as it's not at the the expense of somebody else, yeah. there is nothing wrong with some white lies. I was I, say, a little I, white lie. Like it's like, like it's the holiday season, right? Yeah. So, you know, Christmas is coming up for us who celebrate, you know, Hanukkah, whatever it is that you celebrate. You're going to buy gifts for people and you're going to fib about what you bought them or not tell people or yeah. like say, oh, I didn't get you that. And when you really did. Yeah. So things like that are totally fine. But if I, self-preservation, it's like I said, at the end of the day, if I can't take care of myself, I can't take care of anyone. Yeah. But I will not, I will do my best to avoid lying to hurt another person. Yes. Sometimes it is the necessary evil for me anyway. Like, yeah. unfortunately, we live in a world where... You know, I don't trust a whole lot of people anymore, mm-hmm. so I may withhold things about myself. You know, lies by yeah. omission. You know, I, that's an old question: is a lie by, by omission still a
1: lie? I, you know, I, don't, I I wouldn't say it's really a lie because it's not like you you said something, right? To me, a lie would have to be you said something on purpose that you knew wasn't true, mm-hmm. right? But if you just don't say anything, you didn't lie right you know i mean still could depending on what it is could be just as bad as the lying but yeah so Hmm. i i I would agree with you everyone's got to tell a little white lie a little again like like you said as long as it's you're not lying to hurt someone and you're lying to like help or comfort or something like that i i think it's okay all right next one what is beauty you (laughs) Beauty is in the eye of the beholder.
0: That's such a cop-out
1: answer. (laughs) But no, honestly, I think everyone's got different different things of beauty. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like my idea of a beautiful woman, because, again, that's what I'm attracted to, obviously, since I'm married to my wife. But, you know, like, so, you know, there's different... Things right, I'm attracted to that while somebody else might not find her beautiful, Mm -hmm. right? And then you also have the beauty on the inside as well, right? The personalities, the personality match up because obviously you can have the most beautiful woman or man, but if they are personality shit, it drops them from a 10 to whatever you know you wanted to drop to, but. Mm All those red flags. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Looks like a carnival. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think, I think that's this is a tough. Everyone would have their own answer to what is beauty, Mm -hmm. because again, everything is different. I think, you know, like I said, the physical beauty is going to be completely different. But as far as like the beauty on the inside, I'm sure it's very similar with everyone, Mm -hmm. right? You just want someone that's honest, loving, caring, right? you know even most people don't want somebody that's going to be abusive whether it's physically mentally emotionally right you know so i think the idea of beauty changes as you as you age as
0: you grow up as you see the world differently like yeah. there are things that can be beautiful like we went to niagara falls that was beautiful like yeah. it was really cool i think there's different levels of beauty cuz this question's very vague it's very what do you dif- like and obviously we immediately go to significant other yeah i i have no problem just admiring things our world is awesome There are some really cool things that happen on our planet that we get to see and we get to experience. And then sometimes we even get to like see in person rather than just on social media or anything like that. Except for fireworks videos. Please stop posting your fireworks videos on Instagram. I'm skipping through them. I'm sorry. And they don't look good. They look terrible. Yeah. I don't like fireworks to begin with. Like, I'm not like, we got to go see the fireworks. Fourth of July. That's it. Mm -hmm. But... Like, you know, things like when we went to Jamaica or when we went to Italy, like I was like, oh my God, this is like the coolest thing. And that's a level of beauty in terms of, you know, physical attraction or how you see someone. I agree. It's a twofold process. It's there's, I look at them first and what, what I determine inside as attractive is going to activate. It's going to be different than everyone else. That's why I hate when people are like, well, how come you can't see how beautiful that person is? Or I'm like, because that. Because in my
1: eyes, that's not beautiful.
0: And that's not to say that there's something wrong with them or that they're not beautiful. It's just that's... You know, you can say somebody's beautiful. Like, I have no problem saying that. Ronnie's a good-looking guy. That doesn't mean I think he's beautiful.
1: What? Aww. Aww. (laughs) But
0: anyway, like, even my wife, you know, my wife and I met about four or five years ago. And traditionally, she was not the... You know, not to say she's not beautiful because I think she's the most gorgeous person ever. But, like, I I fell in love with her personality almost immediately. Like, just... It was such a, a nice, like, just... Snap. Yeah, like everything else changed. Like my entire world perspective changed. Yeah, And between the way that she looks and the way, or the way that I see her, both physically and mentally and spiritually, like I think she's the most beautiful person ever. Yeah. So, not that she's going to listen to this. She sometimes <laughs> does, though. So, hi, sweetheart. <laughs> there you go. But a little let's, plug in. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little plug in to producer Melanie. Check out Bibliophiles Assemble on Instagram. <laughs> but let's see. So, this one will do a kind of a two part. Where do emotions come from, and can we choose our
1: emotions, or do they just happen? Ooh, where do emotions come from? They're learned. Mm. You know, because if you think about it, when do you cry? When it hurts. When it hurts. When you're sad. When, when you're happy. Right? When you're scared. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you know? I haven't cried in years. <laughs> you know what I mean? When do you smile? When you're happy. But also when you're nervous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think emotions are learned based off of who you surround yourself by. You know, when you're young, it's you're gonna learn it from your family for the most part. And then as you get older, it's going to be, you know, you know, media or your friends, you know, your environment. So I think emotions, you know, are like I said, are learned. From other people. Right. You know. Just because. You, you don't know. What happy is. Until you experience it. And everyone. Shows it differently. You know. So. I, I think we're all. Born with the emotions. But how we show the emotion. Is what we. Kind of learn from mm. everyone.
0: I think. I think we're all born at a baseline, and I think that baseline evolves and changes. And, you know, there's always the the debate like when babies are born, you know, coddling or or versus, you know, like the the crying, soothing type thing where you just let them cry. Like there's a lot of different, there's trillions of different methods, and that's where you start learning emotion, right? Your self sufficiency, how to deal with it. You know, my family always, I was always told I'm very sensitive growing up like because I got upset at things and I didn't know how to express it there there's so many different thought processes especially when you talk to old school people like rub some dirt in it kind of old school people and there's nothing wrong with that per se but now it's like nowadays well what was my trauma what was what yeah. What in my childhood is affecting me still today? And that's I think a fascinating topic and something that, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I want to learn more about. Because it's it's funny to look back and be like, I had a great childhood, and then you really start to think about it, you're like, Did I it wasn't
1: as good as you thought.
0: I think emotions though, we all start off at a certain level and it, it's not a hundred across the board, right? It's mm-hmm. not everybody's the exact same, just like how not everybody's happy about the same things. Yeah. And then I think you learn based on how the rest of the world interacts with you based on your emotions. I do think you can, to a point, control your emotions because a lot of people think that you could just turn it off. I don't think so. I think you can learn how to not ignore them, but also just process them better. You know, there are plenty of times where I get angry, but I have to take a second, take a breath. You know, there are strategies, there's techniques, there's all sorts of ways that you can control how you react to a situation. Like, there are times where I have to turn on, like, 100% 100% get into the zone and just be like, I need to focus on this right yeah. now. I can't think about this right now. So, I think to a point we can control emotions, yeah. but I also do think that they are some of the most powerful things yeah. that you could ever try and deal yeah. with.
1: Yeah, no, you definitely can. You have to control your emotions, you mm-hmm. know, because, <clears throat> you know, they say, oh, your emotions got the best of you. You know, like when you, when you see somebody that gets upset, like playing a sport or something like that, where they get upset, and then what happens? Then... It controls them, and then they start sucking for the rest of the game, match, whatever it is. And that's the reason why they lost or their team lost, because their emotions got the best of them. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone has the ability to control their emotions. It's just learning how to do so That's right. the challenge.
0: All right. We'll do one last question, and this is the last of the free will type questions. <laughs> Can predestination and free will coexist? hmm Hmm. i'll go first so thank god i i don't believe in destiny i don't believe that this is the one thing that you were meant to do in your entire life i like to think that there's a lot of different things that will bring you the fulfillment of achieving a destiny Hmm. i like the idea that i can choose like the way i live my life i I'm one of those people that constantly looks back and goes, What if I did this? Or what if yeah. I like it's just it's more just a mental exercise for me at this point. More just like, you know, thinking about winning the lottery. Yeah. Right. So, you know, for me, I I always think like, Am I here I'm here to do something. I, yeah. I'm here because I have a reason to be here. I'm not here by accident. And that's more just self assurance, like, you know, yeah. that kind of mentality. But I also like to think that I'm here to do not so much, you know, do A, B, and C, but also like for me, it's more like you're here to, you know, make people laugh. You're here to yeah. be a joy to like your friends and family. You're here to do the right thing. You're here to help people. That for me, it's more of a general outline, and it's more me choosing my own destiny mm-hmm. as opposed to having it chosen
1: yeah. for me. Yeah, I would agree. You know, I, I, I think that some stuff maybe is already like, you know, destiny or whatever you want to call it, right? But at the same time, we all have the choice to do something mm-hmm. or not do something right so i think there is i think they could kind of coexist to some extent i would i believe that there's a little little bit more free will than having something like predetermined throughout your entire life but you know sometimes it does make you think you know huh i wonder if you know like for instance me and my wife we knew each other when we were teenagers we grew we had a little thing when we were younger we grew apart and a few years more than a few years later after we you know we got back together and now we're married and kids and everything so you know like it's like things like that it's like huh i wonder if we were we should have stayed you know or just actually dated younger and mm-hmm. who knows where we would have been in life you know you know, you, like you said, you look back on things and you go, huh, I wonder if I should have done this instead or, you know, maybe done this sport and I could have been, you know, like a famous football or basketball or whatever it was, you know, like stuff like that you you always think back on, mm-hmm. you know, so that's where it's almost like, huh, I feel like I was always destined to do this. Destined be for greatness. This. Yeah. Yeah. I wish.
0: Nice. all right <laughs> we'll stop there because we do have some more i think next up is about happiness yay oh, finally a little
1: brighter note next week curiously though yeah but that's going to wrap us up for today if you like this episode which i'm sure you did don't forget to subscribe and download all of our content off of Podbean stitcher apple Podcasts wherever you listen to us also make sure to check out the youtube page as well so you can get some like cool stuff on there too that's another way to listen to us as well Mm -hmm. i know our friend brendan aka blind bat 8719 yep does that so make sure you check out the youtube as well as the misfit faction.com and obviously instagram twitter tiktok facebook just Mm -hmm. look up mf uncensored or the misfit faction for most of the other stuff though but again that's gonna wrap us up i'm ronnie and i'm paul And we will see you all next week. Bye. See ya.